it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and thanks for joining me on this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Today we speak with President of Blind Citizens Australia, John Simpson. Also joining us is Emma Benison, the CEO. John and Emma, welcome back to the program. We're here to talk today about the recently held annual general meeting of BCA and uh, other things besides. Thanks, Vaughan. And uh, just before we talk about those matters... I understand it's five years now that you've been hosting and producing New Horizons for us. So on behalf of the board and all of the organisations, congratulations, mate. And I hope we've got another five years to come. Thanks, John. Much appreciated. It is actually five years this week. I think that means somewhere in the order of uh, 260-odd episodes. Seems to make sense to me. So uh, it's uh, what? Pretty amazing. Yeah, what is it, about 60 hours of programming or 70 hours of programming or Mm. something? Scary thought. Let's talk about the annual general meeting that was held on the 28th of November uh, online, the first ever online annual general meeting of BCA, John. Yes, a great uh, event, Vaughan, and really um, pleased in the way that uh, members engage with the online format. Uh, We had uh, a very good attendance, over 60 uh, voting members, plus some staff and uh, some other guests and so forth. Pretty much a routine meeting in many ways, but uh, of course, annual general meetings are important for the organisation in terms of the presentation of our annual review and the audited financial statements, which incidentally, both those documents are available from the website or on request in people's various uh, formats. Um, But uh, of course, uh, also a report from Emma on the uh, election process, which was uh, not overly competitive this year, but still very important, Vaughan. Let's talk about the uh, the board then and the construction <laughs> of the board as a result of the uh, of the annual general meeting. There were, as I recall, four director positions uh, up for grabs. How many uh, candidates did we have this year? So we uh, actually ended up with four candidates for the four positions. Three uh, members uh, returned unopposed, and they were Fiona Woods, uh, Helen Ferris, and prove what and of course um, as i think we've covered in the program previously vaughan mick baker who's been the chair of our finance audit and risk management uh, committee indicated that he wasn't uh, re-standing so that created a vacancy and andrew webster from uh, the act uh, was elected unopposed to that position and uh, i understand that andrew is no stranger to bca having been on the npc for some time is that correct Yes, he's been the ACT state representative uh, to the NPC for a number of years now and made a substantial contribution. So it was really good uh, to see him prepared to take the next step and uh, and join us on the board. And And for people who don't know, the NPC is our National Policy Council. Yes, indeed it is. And we had a few candidates elected or appointed to the uh, NPC this year from various different states. Uh, Emma, perhaps you'd like to, uh, to field this one. Uh, Yes, so um, we had uh, um, John Dinesh uh, Krishna. Um, He was uh, elected as the um, Tasmanian representative 
Um, unfortunately, we didn't get uh, any candidates from the ACT um, to to join the the NPC, which was unfortunate. And um, we are still looking for someone to fill that position. So, um, if anybody is interested, um, please contact us, and we can talk about that further. Um, we also had uh, Sean McLaughlin um, rejoin from Western Australia and uh, Lynn Davis um, rejoining us uh, as the New South Wales representative. And of course, last week in New Horizons, we featured the follow-up to the annual general meeting, yeah, which yeah, was the yeah. speech given by Linda Agnew. What's been happening since then? So it's, it's certainly been a big week since the AGM, Vaughan. Um, of course, with International Day of People with Disabilities uh, uh, marked on the 3rd of uh, December. And uh, BCA is very fortunate, uh, both in terms of some excellent publicity uh, uh, that was undertaken by various members of the organisation, uh, but more specifically the fact that uh, on the Wednesday evening, the uh, uh, day before the International Day, the Aspire Awards were announced. Now, these are national awards that uh, recognise leadership in a number of categories uh, relating to uh, uh, various aspects of disability and uh, involvement in the broader community. And uh, we were thrilled to uh, uh, hear that uh, Emma had been uh, awarded for her work in the category of community development and or advocacy. Uh, so congratulations from the organisation, Emma, on the, that prestigious award. Um, Emma was also a semi-finalist in the category of, uh, uh, of business leadership. Uh, and uh, there were several other members of the organisation who also made the uh, nominations and the uh, semi-final list. Uh, so congratulations to all of those people. Yeah, and, and we should add that um, Duncan Meerding, um, who's one of our members uh, in Tasmania was the winner of the um, the business award for his um, work globally recognised in terms of um, his furniture and lighting design. And some of you may remember Duncan Meading from uh, exhibiting some of his wares at the recent Blind Citizens Australia convention in Hobart in March last year. And of course, one of the reasons that uh, Emma won that award was because of uh, the change that uh, BCA has undergone under her uh, under her leadership over the last few years. And leadership is something that BCA is very proud to to persevere and to uh, try to inculcate into its membership. There's a new program about to start. I understand. Yes, um, there is, and it's a really important aspect of BCA's succession planning work. Um, it's not that long ago uh, that BCA was struggling to find um, people who are blind or vision impaired to take up leadership roles, particularly um, the role of CEO. And so we want to try to do everything we can to make sure that in the future there are, you know, numerous people who are in the position to take on um, board and senior leadership roles in the organisation um, because, of course, um, both John and I have been in our current positions for three years now and contributed significantly to the organisation for much longer periods of time than that. So um, we do need to start to plan for the future. And so our executive leadership program, um, expressions of, in of interest are open now. And we're really looking for people who have some leadership experience already, 
Um, we're only looking for six people, around six people, um, to join the program. And um, we're essentially looking to develop people's uh, core leadership skills, but importantly also uh, looking to ensure that people in the program understand um, BCA's culture and values um, and make sure that, that, uh, that people understand the history um, of, of the organisation and, and feel able in the future to take on leadership roles and make a commitment to doing that um, as part of uh, being part of this program. So um, expressions of interest um, close on the 4th of January and the um, expression of interest information um, and the application form are available on our website, which is of course, www.bca.org.au. And um, I would strongly encourage people to take a look at that information um, and consider applying for the program. And of course, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to get in touch with us. That sounds really exciting. BCA has uh, always committed to uh, assisting blind and vision impaired people in leadership roles, especially within the organisation and within uh, other organisations as well. So I guess this is just the next step in that uh, in that mentoring program and that leadership development uh, stage. I think that's absolutely terrific. Speaking of leadership of the organisation, though, John, uh, recently you had a, uh, a board meeting following the annual general meeting. And uh, how many board members are there, just out of interest? So the board consists of uh, uh, nine directors, including the president. Um, and the only time that it exceeds that, Vaughan, is in a year. Um, if there is a newly elected president, there then is one year term for an immediate past president, which takes the total number to 10. But in the normal course of events, uh, it's it's nine people. And of course, uh, four of them were up for re-election at the annual general meeting. Three, of, as you've already said, were elected unopposed and we have a new member. But as part of that uh, board meeting across the weekend, you uh, developed the new board portfolios and the responsibilities that each, uh, each director will hold. Do you want to uh, give us some detail there? Yes, Vaughan. Um, we divide the sort of board responsibilities into four main areas or under four leaders. And the first of those, of course, is the role of the vice president. And I'm delighted to say that uh, Fiona Woods has been elected as our vice president for the coming year. And uh, Fiona will take on some additional challenges um, as my term as president uh, uh, winds down or comes closer to the end. We've increased the range of uh, involvements for the vice president, particularly as a, as a learning opportunity for uh, anyone who's looking to the future. Then there are three standing committees that uh, function under the board's uh, management. The first of those is uh, the National Policy Council that we spoke briefly of uh, before. And Helen Ferris is, uh, is chairing that committee with uh, Lauren Henley, uh, as deputy chair and Prue Watt also as a, as a member of the committee. The Finance Audit and Risk Management Committee, uh, Doug McGinn has served on that committee since he joined the board last uh, year. And with Mick Baker uh, not restanding, Doug has now taken on the role as chair of, uh, of that committee, um, supported by Andrew Webster. Andrew has a, uh, a, an extensive uh, history at uh, management level in the public service and I think he'll bring a lot of uh, um, stability and, uh, and and resourcefulness to the work of the Finance Audit and Risk Management Committee. And the third of those um, 
um, standing committees, Vaughan is the Stakeholder Engagement Committee, and Stephen Belbin will continue to chair that committee, uh, supported by Lauren Henley as Deputy Chair and Joanne Chua as the uh, third ward representative. Now, in various forms, all of those committees have other uh, members, um, but they're the board representatives who've been appointed uh, and uh, agreed to their appointments at uh, yesterday's board meeting. Fantastic. Are there any other interesting uh, bits of information you can share about that uh, that meeting at this point? Um, possibly more importantly, Vaughan, is, uh, is a decision that was taken at the annual general meeting that we should alert people to, and that's that the decision that the board took earlier in the year to uh, discontinue the practice of charging a membership fee or joining fee uh, for those joining the organisation, the ge annual general meeting uh, ratified the decision to leave the joining fee at zero dollars for the foreseeable future. And I think it is important that we pass that information on to, uh, to your listenership. And, and I think it's also important to add that the National Women's Branch has followed suit um, so our um, the, the details on our website have now been updated accordingly. That's terrific. So if uh, if you're not yet a member of Blind Citizens Australia and would like to be, it won't cost you anything. You just have to go online and fill out the forms. And I assume the same for the Women's Branch. Do they have an online membership form? Do you know? Yeah, it's actually been integrated into our membership form so people can join both BCA and the National Women's Branch at the same time. Well, it sounds like Blind Citizens Australia is uh, well set up for the year to come and uh, that you've all been very busy over the last couple of weeks. And uh, may I suggest that you take it easy over the next couple of weeks as we lead up to the end of the calendar year and Christmas and New Year and all of that, uh, all of that sort of thing. John and Emma, once again, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks, Paul. And that ends this episode of New Horizons. If you'd like to get more information about what we've talked about or you'd like to contact BCA generally, 1-800-033-660 is the telephone number, 1-800-033-660. Or you can email bca at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our dreams